0: What is up everybody, welcome back to the Music Corner of the State Awaitz, I'm Nate. I'm Trent.
1: And I'm Sebastian.
0: And today we are back with your weekly album reviews from the boys, six new albums. Every other, well, every week, mostly in 2023, every year we do it. You know how that we fucking do. Shut the fuck up. Let's start it off here with the return of our boy, (laughs) Cemetery, in the Butcher House. Murderer Of of the and Mound. Yes, Cemetery is back with a mixtape called Butcher House. And it's exactly what you'd expect from a Cemetery album. This is a mixtape? It is, technically, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can conclude it with your year-end thing if he makes it there. <laughs> we include mixtapes. He was on my 2021. Right, and it could happen again, you know? He could be here for 2023. But, uh, yeah, he's back. He's got more of the uh, the Haunted Mound selections here, and also, like, the uh, you know some of his gang are in here, uh, especially in the song Hollowed by My Wrist, which is a posse cut from the Haunted Mound. I didn't even know that would be a thing. But here we are, you know. You got your uh, sick boy Rari, turnabout and uh, Hackle, Uh, Hackle being probably my like second favorite of the uh, Haunted Mm Mound boys. You know what I mean? It's 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 pretty damn good, and this whole album is pretty damn good. Uh, With only a, I think there's only a couple things that I had like a bit of an issue with. Uh, One of them is just like very nitpick. It's just everything kind of sounds the same a little bit. But I would say, I will say that it is a little bit more diverse than Rainbow Bridge 3. uh, Just by a little bit. But there is just so much rawness in Rainbow Bridge 3 that that album is just superior to this one. And there's also a weird thing that he does here on Hate and Gasoline where he kind of goes a little bit pop punky almost like it's just it's there it's barely there but you can kind of tell he was doing a little something different and it just did not work and uh, that's probably like the first song I could say that I genuinely do not like by Cemetery and really wouldn't go back to but that's the only thing so other than that everything else sounded great here from the opening track Haunted Mound Reapers which I believe was like a single from last year or a couple years ago uh, In the Field Where I Found You uh smoking out the grave we don't dial 911 and uh angel makers angel makers being a couple uh, other songs that i really fucked with on here too uh but yeah overall it's what you would expect like i said from a haunted mound production album cemetery does it well this is my favorite album of the week we're already going to start off strong because it's going to get a little fucky later uh but yeah 8 out of 10 for me
2: uh Trent, what you got Uh, This was also my favorite album of the week. (laughs) Um, I See, I put in my notes, The Boy Is Back, Mr. Haunted Mound himself. (laughs) Uh, I honestly thought it was a little bit of an improvement from Rainbow Bridge 3. Uh, Initially, because I know initially I didn't like Rainbow Bridge 3. When I listened (laughs) to it, and then it became... I made my top ten at the end of the year, so uh the sound quality i think is it's it's cleaner than rainbow bridge 3 was like you said the rawness yeah of the yeah. other album it's just this one i liked how like, it didn't give me a headache listening to it the first time it wasn't like so distorted yeah it On wasn't so distorted or even like the hackle album as well yeah um, yeah yeah only thing that brings it down for me is is the amount of times I talk about ice on my wrist, not even just on <laughs> the song, but on other songs too, like without with the exception of "How it Be My Wrist." I'm like, I know it's a thing in the rap game, you know, I gotta have that ice, but like multiple times on an album, don't really need it.
0: But it's on his wrist. But in, case you,
2: wrist. in yeah. case you were wondering, yeah. in case you were wondering, and it's icy. It's icy. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, um, it. It definitely was good. I give it a seven and a half out of ten. I think if it was, uh, you know, a little bit less icy, uh, I think it it would have brought it up a little bit. But it, it it's cemetery, you know. It's a little it's a little funky. I still love the ship post of album covers that they do, because it it just makes it fucking awesome. Iconic. It's iconic. It yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, that is that is that that is uh, Mr. Haunted and Mount himself. Absolutely, Sebastian.
1: Cemetery started off very strong with uh, Haunted Mountain Reapers featuring Hackle. Um, (laughs) I enjoyed the crazy production as per usual. This is very much a haunted mound production. Um, you know, it's there's a posse cut in here with Be Thy Wrist, and I thought uh, it was pretty fun. You couldn't tell who was who for any of <laughs> 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 it. Honestly, couldn't see like I or I couldn't hear like you know which one was Cemetery, which one was Hackle, which one was Turnabout. Didn't know. It was cool. Um, Go dig my grave had some fun distorted banjo on there that got me adjusting my britches quite firmly. Um, it was nice. Uh, other than that i don't think it was a huge like step up for them honestly a little bit of a step round, step down from like rainbow bridge three but i i feel like it did have a little bit of gusto they were trying some new things and perhaps this can be kind of like a transition album to maybe using different styles of very uh bloated type production uh, if you will, because I don't think it'll never not be bloated, but that's kind of the appeal of it, which would be fucking great. I would love to hear a crunk <laughs> fusion. right right Maybe that will come i want I want to like... hear this clean oh my God yeah, I don't even understand how they would do this live I, yeah. <laughs> the the speakers would they would have to bring their own subs in Bro, it'd because be, it'd to be, all the space'd
2: be like worse than Lorna House of Blues oh yeah. My God, dude. <laughs>
1: Yeah, those speakers could not take it. No. Not at all. Uh, but yeah, little lamb, I did not really care for it. I was probably like the weakest thing I would have chosen for like a last cut. I would have put Hollowed Be Thy Wrist as the last cut. Mm-hmm. Like like
2: they did for um for like uh, Red Death for Red Death. Yeah, yeah, if you
1: want to do like posse cuts going mm-hmm. back to like you know, um, West Side Gun, that you know and that's a good way to end the album too. having like a posse cut you know being like hey we're all here bitches you know welcome to 2023 it's gonna be a big year right a cool thing for a posse cut but i don't know that's just me that's just very nitpicky but overall yeah i think it was just a fun album i don't think it was super groundbreaking super crazy or anything i still much prefer the rainbow bridge series over this but overall i'm giving this a 7 out of 10 being my second favorite album of the week
0: Hell yeah. There you have it. Moving along. We got a new
1: album from Amarosa. Sting. Sebastian, go ahead and start us off. Shit. This isn't Johnny Craig. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was Johnny Craig. Uh, I totally forgot. This was yet another band he's not a part of anymore, um, to put it nicely. And it, it's still pretty <laughs> okay. It's very basic pop. Um, super formulaic. You get like songs that are honestly like... Pretty much just, like, a Charlie Puth song, such as, like, Cinnamon (laughs) and Attention. Um, it it just, it writes itself there. Uh, the singer does a good job, I feel, like, going through all the different registers. But, I don't know, man. Like, there's not much flavor to it. He sounds like any other bargain bin, you know, pop, kind of rock-based singer. I don't know. I don't really... If I heard him next to all these other type of, like, singers trying to come out, it would be hard for me to tell... If it was still Johnny, I can tell Johnny from a mile away. But this guy, I I don't know. He's a good singer. I just don't think there's much distinguishing him from another one voice-wise. Still very good, though. Um, other than that, the record really doesn't overstay its welcome at almost thirty four, uh, almost 35 minutes. Uh, at least that was a good part where it wasn't, like, dragging on for me. It wasn't like, oh, my God, this thing is so short, I really can't think about it. It's I think it's a good length. Um... Yeah, it's it's nice sonically. The production's really cool. It's just very, very lackluster in terms of substance, unfortunately. And I wish I had more to say, but it's basic pop punk. Or not big pop punk, wow. Just basic pop at this point. Um, six out of ten.
0: Yeah, I have to agree heavily there. This is a very underwhelming album where they were trying to kind of do like this 80s pop rock kind of thing, you know, that's like... What a lot of people do now, as we are all familiar with. But in the case of Amorosa, I mean, this is just, like... It's a style that, like, they kind of were beginning to, like, fuck with on uh, Peach Club. Which, it was was okay. It was a decent album. They were definitely going more upbeat with that one. Whereas this one feels a little bit more low-key, you know? And, like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, it slowed down drastically in the middle. Like, don't get me wrong, it started off pretty fine. Like, Preach is actually, like pretty okay. Like I actually did like the song. I thought it was like really catchy. Uh like I said definitely like very like 80s, you know, as mentioned earlier about their style shifting even more. But like after that, like I don't know, like Attention and Stay while being like some more of the singles off the album, it really wasn't doing anything for me. And like they just I felt like they ran out of ideas really quick because they pr- kept it pretty consistently boring from the middle to the end of the album. And uh because of that it dragged a lot for me, which is horrible when a 30 some minute album is going to drag because those should be like getting through there quick, but Nah, not for me, unfortunately. Um, instrumentally, though, like, I guess, yeah, it sounded fine, but, like, it, I think it's really, like, his vocals that really just, like, put me down and just, like, bored out of this out of my mind with this album. So I just kind of got through and said, you know, what the hell. It's 6 out of 10, you know, for me, and uh, the worst of the week, I would have to say, surprisingly, as we'll get to some pretty questionable albums later. But uh, this one I just was way too bored with. Absolutely too bored. Uh, but Trent...
2: Uh, I get a five, uh, really middle of the road. I, I couldn't interpret whether or not it was supposed to be religious. <laughs> That's it, fair. It kind of does sound it like it. Sounds a little bit... non-denominational church Yeah, because like the first like three songs, I'm like, is this supposed to be about Jesus? Is this <laughs> like all you be with wo- your love? <laughs> what was the, what was the, what was the first song? Preach yeah oh yeah, yeah. i, I see it yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why i'm like yeah i get it i get and it and then even attention and say i'm like these really like it really sounds religious so i'm like is this supposed to be religious band but yeah there were definite themes religious or not throughout the album uh, but the repetitive instrumentation and like timing of it kind of killed it but it was short and sweet why so i gave it a five my original score was like a three four but i was like you know what it's it's short enough to where i really didn't mind mm-hmm. uh some of the other albums this week i took that into account though yeah um but no overall uh i think is middle of the road probably wouldn't come back to it though uh, i was gonna say if it was longer if it was longer it would have yeah. gotten that three like three and a half but <laughs> yeah. you know, overall kind of chill it was it was definitely like a nice after like cemetery it was pretty like pretty <laughs> this, nice <laughs> this is a shift <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> drastic shift
0: yeah but uh yeah hell yeah all right moving along we got a new album from uh
2: quinchy the people's champ uh trent take it away first thing about this uh well as well i gave this one a five out of ten as well uh, i couldn't get down with the vocals that was a problem with me too. That was a one. problem. Yeah. And Maya, when I, we listened to it in the car, and she goes, "You like Kendrick, but you don't like this." I said, "Kendrick is different.
1: Kendrick is good.
2: Kendrick good. is Sorry good. To- <laughs> that's a <laughs> fact. <laughs> but like, I can tell about like that, that higher pitch kind of like nasally kind of sound, mm-hmm. which is kind of where this was going. I was like, this is this whole album is like a a, a beta version, not even a beta version. What did I say in my notes? Like, um." Oh no it was a different one my bad i was thinking of a different album still same thing though but those type of vocals uh i was glad though that it was it was relaxed again after cemetery I listened to, like, a Seminary was, like, number one, and then everything <laughs> You else, wanted to start off strong. I know. You I knew, starting, it I knew it was going to be a strong I knew it was going to be good because of what you said. I was like, I know this is going to be good. You know we reviewed uh, Quincy, too, in
0: 2021? Yeah, I know You that. remember that album? I,
2: but it was probably one that I was like, yeah, it's also dog shit. Probably, actually. <laughs> yeah. um, but, yeah. Some of the features, and we had, like, what, Big Sean? <laughs> yeah. Like, AJR. A-J- A-J- AJR was on. <laughs> it's wacky, but, overall, not too bad. What's the final score? Five out of ten. Five out of ten. That's right. mid. Uh, Sebastian.
1: Uh you know, I've I've never been a big fan of this style. Uh, people don't really like me for my feelings on Mac Miller and this is like Diet Mac Miller. <laughs> so it's even worse for me. Um, I just I don't like this at all. It's just it's just very vibey, but like not my kind of vibe. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Uh, we, I was listening to it while cooking today and Nate was in the room yeah. and he was like, are you even like listening to this? I'm like, yeah, but is there much to really listen to? And there, and there's but not, it's, it rem-
2: I forgot to say, it reminded me like the, like Sam Smith almost.
1: Okay. I, but Sam Smith has a little bit, he's got a little bit more going for him. Yeah. He's he got does. a lot more flavor to he his does. voice. But and it's, like, the, style. it's
2: the, it's the, it's the sad music. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I, like, I I can see it. That yeah. whole type that vibe. They're like very like neutral. Neutral. Yeah, that's a better very, way like, to put it. Line. Very neutral, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's how yeah, it's just very neutral flatlining. Um at least the Big Sean feature wasn't super <laughs> horrible. Uh I'm not a big fan of Big Sean the guy. <laughs> that meme. Um I thought that was a uh, um uh, AJR actually didn't make that bad of an appearance. I, I expected it to kind of go more into the AJR side of things with like crazy production and stuff. And I feel like that would have made the album more memorable for me. Because like, even if I didn't like it, I would at least remember it for this like crazy ass shift. But no, it's just basically the lead singer from the guy with the hat's voice. Yeah, um, uh, from AJR. Uh, I think it's Alex or whatever. Something. Like that. I don't know. Like,
2: like, give me a Danny Brown on Quadeca, you know? <laughs> that oh, yeah. Right, right, right. 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 <laughs> that was cool. That yeah, was cool. It, it, any ship like that. Uh,
1: but yeah, this didn't do much to me. Um, I guess like good either way was kind of good sounding. Um, Black Porsche wasn't like super like intolerable. Uh, yeah, this is just very middle of the road. I'm giving this one yet another five out of ten.
0: Yeah, with, uh, Quincy, I remember I really liked, well, not really liked, I guess. I liked his, uh, one that we reviewed in 2021, Almost which was so the long. Change of Scenery 2. It was a, a, I guess, a sequel album. Uh, and, oh, yeah. there's some decent songs on there, actually, that I was pretty pleasantly surprised with, because based on his vocals, you would think I wouldn't really care for this one because it's, it's kind of like that like like basic kind of neutral like neutral yeah. middle of the road kind of uh and album even but no that one i did like but for some reason on this one i feel like it mainly has to do more with some of the lyrical content but i just it wasn't hitting like it did before and like i was like tempted to just go back and listen to that change of scenery album and be like was i tripping it was i just having a moment that year because like i don't know what i'm what i saw but like i don't know maybe it was just Better, you know, have to go back to it. But in terms of this album itself, there's really not a lot to say other than I'm glad it's only 33 minutes. Um, I'm glad that the instrumentation was fine. And uh I guess certain songs, I guess like in the beginning, like bartender and uh excuse me, Black Porsche. It was, it was fine. You know, I didn't save anything, but it's it's, it's fine. Um overall i gave give it a six and a half out of ten. I just like I appreciated more so the uh, instrumentals. That's why I, like, kind of, like, gave it higher than Amorosa. But if it wasn't for that, I feel like this would have been, like, around the same score, maybe even lower. It's just, you know, very bland, I would say. Very plain yogurt, if you will, on plain this album. Yogurt. Very plain yeah. yogurt. Um, Great yogurt
1: with no honey, nothing.
0: <laughs> honestly, though. That's yeah, that's it. That's it. No Oreo cookies on top. Um, no
2: granola. No granola.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. There you have it, first half down, another to go. Before we get there, let's have a word from our sponsor. And we're back, hopping into it now with the return of a king, S.G. Lewis, Audio Lust and Higher Love. Um, Yeah, so S.G. Lewis, if uh, you guys remember, uh, was album of the year for me in 2021 with his Times album, very just fun disco electronic great time that album was like it is just a fantastic album very lucky to have seen him perform that album live basically in its entirety just spaced out you know and it just had so many fucking bangers on there from feed the fire to one more uh impact uh and of course chemicals who could forget just absolutely fun and amazing and uh excuse me, wow, uh, I was wondering, you know, was what, he gonna do next? How is he gonna be able to top that? And, um, a little spoiler, I don't think he can now. And and, and now proves it. I, I don't think he can now. But, he, but we'll get into it, because it's not a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's okay. So prior to this album, he had released a couple singles, actually quite a bit of singles, like Kind of like what he did with the last album too But uh, we had uh, Missing You uh, Something About Your Love uh, Vibe Like This Uh, And I believe Another Life was uh, a few of the singles that had come out prior to the release of this album. And also Call On Me which was actually, uh, which features uh, Tavlo who that song was actually on her album too. Like that one came out first on her album before it was on here. Um, And honestly Missing You still is an absolute banger. Just another it's very reminiscent of the Times album. It could have been like a B-side for all I know. Like one of the good B-sides. And uh, even some. Much Your Love is a very nice, you know, just jammy club beat too. And um unfortunately, there's not a whole lot after uh some of these songs here. So like it starts off fine, you know, like the, uh, what was that first song on here? Uh, if I can actually, like, spell.
2: Infatuation.
0: Infatuation, yeah, that was a good start, too. And I believe I had, a uh, Holding On also, like, saved a part of my playlist, too. And I was like,
2: okay, yeah, you know, like, this is,
1: it's jammy
0: still, it's fun. Uh, and then, like, I had Missing You, of course. And then after Missing You, uh, the album was starting to, like, Kind of get a little okay, you know, because I didn't save Call Me since I already had it saved. Um, (laughs) the (laughs) Jesus copyright. No, (laughs) um, no, you're good. Uh, yeah, because like Oh Laura and um, uh, was it yeah, Another Life. Yeah, I didn't really have to say that. I was like, oh, they're fine, you know. Uh, Fever Dreamer was solid, mainly because uh, Channel Trey was on there. And I I just... Fucking great guy, dude. Absolutely love him. But, like, I don't know. Like, he kind of, like, left a lot of that whole, like... And the 80s clubin kind of vibe. And, like, while there were still some influences on there, he kind of went back to, like, some of his, like, EP era stuff where it was just more, like, electronic-y, you know, kind of thing. And, like, I guess some groove and dance to it. Um But then Mr. Lewis decided to make a seven-minute instrumental-only song, Epiphany, that...
2: It's it's nine.
0: It's eight, eight, okay, eight, yeah, yeah 845, 45. Okay, even longer. What the hell? Nothing happens in that song. There is literally just, it's almost like an eight and a half, like eight and 45 minutes or eight minutes and 45 seconds of just an interlude. The whole thing feels like just an interlude. Welcome to Prague. I'm right. I didn't <laughs> know S. G. Lewis was a Prague influenced, but here we are. Um, and unfortunately, there too is we just it just doesn't really pick back up fully, other than with the song "Lifetime" and something about your love. I didn't really care for the vibe like this song with Ty Dolla Sign and "Lucky Day." I felt like that was a bit too slow. And considering that this album is over an hour with fifteen songs, I was like. What is he doing, man? Like, this is unfortunate. Like, it's not that everything sounded bad. It's just that, like, it was too long for what it is. And uh especially with Epiphany. I don't know, again, I don't know what the hell he was thinking. But um this one is definitely a bit of a downgrade. I don't want anybody thinking that this is going to be the next times. But at the same time, I don't want you to think that it's necessarily a bad album. It still has its hits. It's still enjoyable. uh It's just lower your expectations sort of thing and uh with that i gave it a seven and a half out of ten still acceptable second favorite album of the week but damn i'm gonna miss having another times i guess you could say but at the same time i guess times is just its own thing and it should be its own thing and it shouldn't be recreated so there you have it from that
1: uh sebastian hey there's always room to come back there is there is you never know yeah, and the talent's still there with this album. Uh, I I think this one is kind of just like you know let me just you know to have a chill little jam you know chill jam session. Let me bring some buddies in, and that's kind of how I felt about this album. Uh, it had some nice, just very like house inspired type of beats and melodies and stuff. Very like repetitive, but also like I, I wouldn't even say catchy because I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember a single note off this album. <laughs> off the top of my head uh and i don't mean to disgrace one of your favorite artists from 2021 i mean
0: it's fair though but like with this album specifically i get it i yeah, get it I,
1: I it was so passive for me and i didn't really have much to really like go on um epiphany just really did drag oh my god it took the album and just dragged it through the mud uh, not to say it was just really bad or anything, it just could have been cut down to, like like Nate said, an, a literal interlude. And that would have <laughs> probably satiated the album's run cycle, could have made it a little bit better. But yeah, this did not need to be an hour long as a whole. For what we got, I just feel like, you know, this is, for an hour, this is just basically something you're going to put in the background of Abercrombie and Fitch. And <laughs> I, I don't want to put S J or S.G. Lewis to that kind of uh, to that kind of sound, but that's what this album gave me, honestly. Um, vibes like, or vibe like this, uh, with Ty Dolla Sign, I thought that was gonna be a little bit better, man, because I love Ty Dolla Sign, but...
0: And Lucky Day, I might add, slapped on Feed the Fire on times, like, that was actually my introduction to Lucky Day, and his vocals were just amazing for that song and that style too but this one I just it was a little too slow
1: yeah a little too slow for him yeah it's just a very it's just a very like just lingering album it Mm -hmm. just it it's very like lumbering very just slow in general it's it doesn't do much um the production sounds really good uh guy still has an excellent ear for sound quality and at least it's not, like, you know, bad house music where it's, like, not mixed properly or some things are, like, too drowned out by, like, bass or anything. I, I still think it sounds good. Unfortunately, it's just another flat line for me. I'm keeping this one at a five. Not saying say it's really bad. It's just it just very middle ground, so, like, five. And Mr. Lewis,
0: this is a slap on the wrist, might I add. It had to be done. Yeah. So. Uh, Trent, go
2: ahead. He's got ice on his wrist. <laughs> He's got ice He's on, got his his on his <laughs> wrist. <He laughs> got ice on <at> his wrist now. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I give it a six out of ten. Um, beginning was really, really strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but the fact that it was over an hour, um, <laughs> literally though, and after the mid, after the midpoint of the album, it really, really just dragged. Uh, I did enjoy most of it. Uh, having Tovlo and uh or Tov Tovlo, Tovlo Tovlo,
0: whatever, I mean? yeah,
2: you know. okay. potato potato. It's just funny with that because I always mixed up Tovlo and Tone Loke. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it's two different people. I was like, oh did I saying the name wrong? Like what's going on? Right. And I didn't realize it until like a few months ago and I was like, oh fuck. Um, whoopsies but yeah heaven tovlo and ty Dollar sign and those type you know all the features it definitely brought the album up as you know good or bad as like they may have been like the ty Dollar sign feature being a little bit slower not what i've liked um it still brought the album up seeing those people on there mm-hmm. um but yeah with epiphany what the fuck such a disappointing track. i sat there and i was laying in bed and i'm like is this sa- still the same goddamn song? Yeah, yeah.
0: Because I remember I was like working and everything, and like I'm just like listening, kind of at that point. I'm like, wait a minute, and
2: I look. I'm like, wait, this has been going on. Holy shit! The one thing I will say about that though is I did like how like you had, um, like you had like the same like basic beat going, or he he had it like that, and then it kind of switched like the like the under beat or whatever the fuck, like the backing beat changed, yeah. which then it became the main beat. And that's how it it was like the step ladder. I was like, that's kind of cool to have that. But for nine fucking minutes, like, it's not on. really that cool. Yeah.
1: This isn't a live show. Like I'm not in a warehouse right now. Kay? Right. Yeah. Like
0: amazing. maybe live that would be kind of cool. You're with yeah. people. You're vibing all yeah. together. You right. know, that'd be kind of cool. I like, mean, that's that'd what house good. is. It's more exactly. of live. Yeah. More yeah. Of an experience. Right. Is, like yeah. At least yeah. with fucking uh, uh, times though, you could feel that no matter where you yeah. are. Now. Yeah. That's but groovy.
2: no no this is definitely this is, epiphany is definitely something i did not i what well, i did have an epiphany with this one that it's a bad song oh um got him but no overall not really that bad but it's mostly just like that that first half like infatuation call on me missing you another life and then after that it's kind of like yikes, <laughs> yikes. but no overall six out of ten hear that Alright, moving along, we've got a new album from Money Skin
0: Rush. Sebastian start us off.
1: Money Skin is a band that I feel like a lot of people are expecting to be like the next like, you know, big rock sensation, like in our white stripes or another uh jet or something like that. Jet. Um for all the one song people remember from them. Uh but yeah Doom. i f- people thought like you know Moscow would be the next thing uh especially like the really big blow up hit uh begging that has over one fucking billion
2: streams It's so oh, not even cover
1: it's
0: a, i was going to say it's not their fucking song but you know but it's still
1: like a hit for them it
0: has
2: over 1 billion
1: streams on spotify
2: yeah yeah, yes. I'm right yeah it's, it's fucking crazy
1: um but yeah i you know i kind of thought like going into this that this would be it just kind of like an evolution for them i was hoping um uh, Own my mind. I thought was really serviceable. I honestly was kind of fucking with it. I was pretty happy. Gossip with Tom Morello. I enjoyed the solo. I mean, as much of a meme as Tom Morello has become in the music community, the fucking masterclass. The class. masterclass. <laughs> That's all I think of. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking like with the pickups and shit. Uh, yeah. Now, I Tom Morello. For as much as he is memed, I still think this was a pretty serviceable solo to go over this. Um, I really liked the kind of, like, back-and-forth nature of it, like, the give-and-take of the track. Time Zone, I enjoyed as well. thought that was, like, a nice little, like, almost kind of ballady piece, at least with the way it was written, saying, like, even if you're in a different time zone, you know, I'm still going to be with you kind of thing, and I thought that was cool. Um, then track four hits, and the rest of the album, like, <laughs> nosedive. Like, extreme nosedive. Like, I, I'm saying, like, this is, like, You know, this is like the day the music died, part two, but just in album form. (laughs) Um, You know, Richie Valens, I'm so sorry. Big Bopper, I'm sorry. Buddy Holly, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to include you in this, but yeah, this is the day rock music died again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Blah, blah, blah is the track. (laughs) And wow, I... Because I I watched the Fantano review of this and I saw that he gave it a two out of ten. And I was like... It can't be that bad. In the first three tracks, I was genuinely like, okay, I think Fantano's, like, tripping. And, uh, no, he did not. I tripped over this song because I was so dumbfounded at <laughs> how fucking dumb it is. It's awful. Um, duh, 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 duh. Like, this really fucking... Ha, 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 Yeah. I, Fuck, I'm on,
2: uh, I'm on a P.S. It's so bad. Literally.
1: It's so bad. Um, and then after that, you have Baby Said that has, like, this really, like, gross-sounding uh, vocal thing he did yeah again. Then you, <laughs> um, then you get, you know, songs like um, Gasoline as well that have, like, the worst, the most bloated bass I've ever heard on an album thus far. And I'm talking about the instrument, not, like, you know, a bad sub-bass effect. No, this is like they decided to like plug their bass in and just not fuck with the gain to make it like not peak. It just every single note this thing fucking peaked my headphones. And <laughs> look at the wavelength, and the bass by itself was just fucking blowing everything out of proportion. It was just kind of laughable uh, as a bass player seeing that. Like normally they tell us to turn everything the fuck down. Um I don't think I don't think the bassist got the memo for it. Uh, not to mention the vocals on top of that, just adding this like whole, like, you know, woo, gonna burn it down, that gasoline, woo! You know, I, I hated that shit. Um and then, and then you had Mamma Mia, which... <laughs>
2: I fucking hate that song.
1: I, I get it, like, I, I get the whole, like, Italian thing. I mean, they were huge in Italy, which is awesome, you know, their hometown appeal, but come on, guys. I, just, no... What was that I, song with the fat bass that we talked? talking about? Gasoline. That is Gasoline? Yeah, okay. That is Gasoline, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it is just bad. It's just, this this album just keeps, it just kept getting worse for me as time would go on. Blah, blah, blah. It's definitely the worst track because that was like kind of like the turning point. It's like the point with the Wizard of Oz, like where like everything turns into color, but except like, instead of that, everything just gets like, just really shitty after that, it's like the it stays the brown. It yeah, It goes from it color in the beginning brown. to brown. It's like she goes back to Kansas right away. She's just like, like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah it, she sees the Wicked Witch. She's like, <laughs> Pretty soon. I'm a head but, out. Uh, but yeah, this this album, uh, there's not really much to say. The instrumentals are nice. H- his vocals, for what they are, are good. It's just the lyrics behind them and how annoying they are. I just don't think it does his voice a good service. I don't think this is the worst thing ever. I've definitely heard worse from last year. I don't know if we'll ever top, like, last year's, like, bad albums. Uh, maybe, I'm hoping, because <laughs> I would love to shit on some albums this year. But this is this is definitely just one where I'm just like, wow, imagine just starting off super strong and just deciding to just not put brakes in your car. Um, yeah, this one is a definite 4 out of 10 for me.
2: I hear ya. Trent? Uh yeah, I am on the same boat. Uh the very repetitive and nonsensical lyrics that we have going on here um with the random onomatopoeias uh for the chorus is the dumbest thing that anybody could have done. Uh if it was on one song like if you just had it for um blah blah blah, I wouldn't have been upset, but it just makes no fucking sense. And I am in agreement. The first three songs, I was like, this ain't that bad. It's kind of good. And then it just it just shit. Um, the fact that it is this long, though, as well, being what? Fucking 52 minutes? Mm-hmm. Not fucking worth the 52 minutes. You take the barely 10 minutes the, the first three songs are and you're good. Just leave it at that. Yeah, you could have released movie. it as a, a, a three-song EP. I would have been fine with that. I'm um, gonna know the, the instrumentals as well I'm in agreement with Sebastian there the bass and gasoline yikes but the rest of it the instrumentals were good uh, and I, I do want to give credit to the band itself because like they are talented just <laughs> doing it wrong <laughs> um, I, I also do find this the lead singer's vocals very annoying I don't know what it is. I get it though. I get it. I, I know what you're saying. After, oh, I think it's after a fucking hour of having to listen to it that I <laughs> really was just done. Um, I don't think there's no like, uh, switch in the vocals. It's that same kind of gravelly thing for the, like the entirety of the album, which is really just, it's just grinding on my ears. Overall though, I give it a three and a half. <laughs> um, It was a little bit higher for the first year. I was like, wow, this is like maybe like a six. No. No. Just no. <laughs> Just no. Psych. Yeah.
0: Uh, I was a little bit more generous with the album. I definitely... There's di- the door. There's the door. <laughs> no, like, I didn't... Because it's not the worst thing ever in the world, you know? Like, I've, we've heard far worse albums than this one, especially in, like... Yeah, Lil like, Nas. Nice. Right? Wait, hold on a wait, second. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute, hold I, on. <laughs> y'all know I didn't like that album. Oh, we know oh you God. didn't like that album. No, but, like, th- there's been worse rock albums, I was going to say, that we've gone around to. Uh, I was going to... E- Go trip. I was, well, I was going to do that three is Grace. Um, oh, he exploded. MGK. I mean, like, we've had shitty rock albums. And this, like, I mean, this is another case for me where, like, the instrumentals kind of, like, saved the album where it's like it's it's very groovy you know like especially on the song uh what was that like big one of theirs uh supermodel that's like Mm. been played on the radio a bit i mean it's groovy i really do love like you know the guitar licks especially on that song and like you know i guess i originally did like uh you know their whole style for begging you know because that's a bigger one on the radio too but after finding out it's a cover it's like well that kind of you know lessens the value of this song that's yeah. really unfortunate because i thought like that wasn't original i'm like okay you know they got something going here no it's a fucking cover which has been covered like before anyway yeah. like i've already seen multiple ones of that that were like not big
2: but definitely like from somewhat known artists I'm like, does that guy do a cover of it which one? You're the guy who stands on the fucking park bench. or table. God. Social Repose. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I gotta see. I We gotta see if he does a fucking Well, Before we it.
0: started recording last week, we started, uh, we were watching Social Repose doing like, uh, the covers on the park bench. Evanescence. Like,
2: it was for the Evanescence It was Evanescence, yeah. yeah.
0: And like, he just like, over, like, what was it, like, does With his vocals, like he over auto tunes himself or something No, Well, or...
1: not, it's just a bunch of things, but yeah, like the auto tune is overdone. The fucking inflections, like the really like emo scene yeah. inflections are just over fucking done. It's, it's
0: crazy. What is, he, what is he called? Uh, social repose. Social
2: repose. I gotta look, I gotta
1: go. And get
0: it's, it, yeah, I know uh, if he does that, that's gonna be yeah. amazing. Make we'll sure have... to
1: be on incognito mode though. It's gonna, it, your browser might get a, a little shot. bit, a little bit fucky, if, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, going back to um, this album here, it's just. No, I, I don't even I wouldn't even say like it started off strong for me. Like I really wasn't fully thoroughly impressed. I was just bored. More so, like, this is definitely just a case of a boring album. Uh, but, like, what sucks is that, like, yeah, like I said, the instrumentals are cool. I do like when they, like, turn, like, they start, like, singing in Italian. I do like yeah. the diversity in that aspect of it, too. But after that, I mean, it's just gonna be another case of, like, Greta Van Fleet, where it's like, okay, yeah, maybe they'll be big for a moment here, but then it's just gonna die out, like, quickly. If it hasn't already, you know? And, uh, with the pacing of this album, I'd say it's uh, it's it's definitely being butchered it's definitely beating the dead horse to death here uh there's not really much else to say and despite all the negativity I still did give it a six and a half uh like I said solely because it was only boring a lot and it was just the instrumentals kind of like doing a lot for me more but I mean I could care less about his vocals and like you know the I guess like them trying to like revive rock you know it's like don't don't say like you're reviving rock just play just Just, play just let the music speak for i mean jesus christ if people like it and you got a good thing going for you and you just so happen to be rock good on you go off with that shit like but it's mainly the fans that are like oh it's the return of rock it's back like stop just stop it okay please and thank you six and a half out of ten But all right, moving on to the final album of the day, a little album here from a little guy named Lil Yachty. Uh, Let's start here. And uh, Trent, go ahead and start us off here.
2: With with Lil Yachty, we have my second favorite album of the week uh, with a 6.5. I was happy that it was a more chill album, uh, especially after the previous albums. (laughs) Yeah. it is definitely gonna take some time to get used to this type of style if he if he continues to do it because i would absolutely love it if he perfected this shit Mm -hmm. because that would actually make me a little yachty fan because as we said before with features and stuff really decent feature artists like we we always bring up uh pretty boy with joji like his feature that is the best little yachty feature i've ever heard uh and it's probably not gonna be top but you're right um but, like, the, the spoken word parts um, on, oh, fuck, what was it? What was that one? Oh, my God. Oh, the song that I did, like, that whole, like, spoken word Failure. Bit. Yeah. Fail- I like, don't know what you're talking that, about. It was so weird. But mm-hmm. I was like, it fit. And I was like, that that is some cool shit. Like, coming from him, like, him talking about him failing, and I was like, that's surprisingly real. I was was going to say, this is real, man. It's surprisingly real real for somebody like him, you know? Yeah. But I, I know that like what interviews and stuff, like he's a very, very down to earth person, like very real. He, He doesn't, Believe in a lot of like shit that other people do. Did you ever the see a Sunday con- Conversation one that he did? I think I showed you oh, that you one. You is out. that the one we're talking about? He's like, "You like to eat out?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, they didn't
0: say that. I said you like to eat out. <laughs> like, we it, can move on. It, it ain't, it ain't private, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I fucking love
2: that. But no, yeah. It, it overall, I th- I think it's fucking great. The album cover is fucking wacky as shit. I'm like, this is. AI AI. I've heard yeah, it, it's AI. AI. It's is AI. it AI? Yep. Okay. Ghostman. Uh-huh. AI! 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 ghost <laughs> 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 I, I me i need to relearn that rap part i know it's so, it's good. so good it's so good um, but no it th- this we like looking at it i'm like it doesn't fucking fit at all but yeah it's just it's weird also the running out of time meme Oh, yeah, with Tyler, him and Tyler. Yeah, yeah. I saw some of (laughs) this. Did I share that one in the group chat? Yeah. yeah, I thought so. This man really thinks he's in it. (laughs) Bro thinks he's Tyler. Yeah, but no, overall, though, I mean, for it to be my second favorite at a 6.5, to start out the year with Lil Yachty being up there, um, especially us like bashing him with, uh, that when we had him on the KSI episode, the little boat three thing. Well, yeah. yeah, I think that's what it was. Lil boat 3. Yeah. Cause even like, what I really got into was little boat two, uh, with songs like NBA young boy, uh, and shit like that. Like, and M- little boat two actually was pretty decent, but overall this one, this new style really, really fucking with it. And if he continues with it, shit, my per- cooking, perfect it cook it yeah let him let him cook (laughs) let him cook cook. that's 2023 let him cook let him cook honestly yeah this (laughs) one was
0: obviously it's different i mean everyone's been talking about it it's a psychedelic adventure it's tame impala your pink floyds it's
2: Anything Damon wow. Yeah, yeah, you know, like okay. it's it's that. I
0: mean the opening track alone <laughs> uh opening track the Black seminal Alone. Like that literally I don't even know if it was an actual like um a sample or if someone actually like recorded this, but like that instrumental was straight up a Pink Floyd song. It sounds like it was like, basically
1: Great Gate in the Sky part too. No no
0: no 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 it was you know what specifically it was that I heard like based on the guitars, I think was uh, uh Pig's. It sounded exactly oh, like oh, yeah, pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know? I'm
2: gonna, after we record, I'm gonna have to re-listen. To
0: literally, re-listen to both and just, like, you'll hear that shit. It was, like, right in my face. We're, like
2: We're playing Dark Side of the Moon backwards.
0: Easily, yeah. And watch Wizard of Oz while you're oh, doing yeah, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's describe what's happening, man. <laughs> Yo! But, like, it was really, like, interesting. Because, like, I was hearing people, like, oh, my God, this is, like, so different and everything. And, like, I think I heard one person say it's very psychedelic. And then going into that first song along, like, oh, this is gonna be something different. And the way that I've been putting it with this album is that, like, I didn't know a little Yachty had it in him. Like, he truly blew me away with, like, what he was able to do here on this one. And honestly, yeah, like, Running Out of Time was, like, one of the songs I actually did save on here. In fact, the only song, unfortunately, because I feel like I need to give it a few more listens if I'm going to actually fully enjoy it. But Mm -hmm. that song alone, like, that, that one is just groovy. It's very vibey. Much like the rest of the album, but, like, in its own way. Because there's definitely some points of this album still, too, where it's a little choppy. You know, it's a little too slow maybe a little bit too much of the auto-tune you know he's got some work to do if he's going to continue with this sound and style Mm -hmm. and to see that he does in fact have it in him to come up with this album with the helps of like i i think like magdalena bay and like a few other like known like psychedelic artists like were able to like help out with this project you could really have something going here, you know? I mean, this could genuinely be a case of, like, Igor, where it's, like, at first you listen to it, you're like, eh, I don't really know. And then, like, you listen to it again, you're like, okay, this is yeah. some shit. This is some good shit.
2: It, you, you know what? It Thinking about it now, talking about, like, different parts yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it It gave me damn vibes a little bit. Just, like, in this style, like, in how, how different And how is. different it is. Yeah, for the time yeah, and everything time. like that.
0: For sure, yeah. I could, I could see that, too. It's, like... It's something that he needs to work on that I feel like he can do. And when he gets that, you know, that that sound in a right spot, he's going to have a magnum opus. I can almost guarantee it. Or, better yet, this album might age really well and become his magnum opus. You yeah. never know. This it, shit with clean vocals,
2: though? Ooh. No, Honestly, I'd prefer No Water Tune. Uh, right, yeah, because like, it does kind of get a bit much. It do, There was a, a lot of parts in it where it was kind of like... I don't know what the fuck you're saying, dude. Right, yeah, <laughs> literally. It's, it's just, I don't know. Over the beats and everything? I mean, no. It's, it's yeah, it's wild. But
0: overall, I give it a 7 out of 10. Music Corner 7. It was impressive that he was able to do this. And I have high hopes for him now. I think he can actually do something pretty damn good with this sound or just his music in general.
1: Sebastian. I am very much in agreeance. Uh, this is definitely my favorite um, Pink Floyd album I would say <laughs> since uh, probably the final cut. Um, Ooh. <laughs> uh, it's it's good though. Not I division Bill. I, I, I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy a good amount of this album. Uh, definitely my favorite of the whole week. I really enjoy the fact that Lil Yachty is experimenting, branching off into different styles. Of all the artists I expected to go this route. Little Yachty was probably the last on my list I expected L- to use. Not, not even on and, my fucking list. Yeah, <laughs> not, not even I, on that bit. Yeah, like I, I wanted to, I, I want to eat my own words because I, for a while, was like I probably will never like a Little Yachty song because I hated pretty much all of the speeches aside from Pretty Boy. You yeah. know. Obviously. I think you
2: actually on the podcast said that you will never like. Yeah, it's probably something. I'm, I'm gonna eat my you words probably, a bit yeah, yeah.
1: because I saved a good amount of these tracks, and that's that's coming. You know, that's coming from a lot of honesty there. You know, it's I, coming from I, a little Yachty hater. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't call myself a hater because like I don't, especially now. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I've never really hated the dude. I just always thought his bars were like whack and shit. But now, you know, I i get it the dude wants to experiment he wants to do something different um you know infusing elements of trip hop with a lot more psychedelia and a lot more like older inspired beats but like with a newer flair with like the auto-tune delivery can you Honestly, fucking
0: imagine you just said trip hop can you imagine lil yachty and Portishead collab album
1: on a, I'd, be the, I'd be down i'd be down i'd be pretty down. damn
0: cool the, who, um Portishead. Portishead. you should look into them yeah okay yeah. very fucking good band
1: yeah uh, yeah, a little Yachty though, I just very much surprised. I mean, you have uh the Black Seminole that's almost seven minutes long. And you know what, out of all the longer tracks that we got in this week's album run, this is definitely the best because it keeps me entertained. Um, I there was like a like female singer part that kind of gave me like great gig in the sky vibes. That I know yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. cuz sure. that's that's why I kind of felt like just with it and everything. I thought that was awesome and like Lil Yachty as well have has these like really like soft falsetto parts and everything and I thought that worked really well with the autotune. Um with Lil Yachty, if I were to give just one thing I would like to see him improve upon, I would just like him to maybe just focus on singing a little bit more and try to get just more yeah. fine-tuned yep. with it. I don't think he has a bad voice. I think his voice is very unique and recognizable. I just think, so, you know, if he ever decides, you know, just kind of lightening up on the autotune for some of the more, like, you know, baritone or bassier parts with his range, because that's obviously where he feels most comfortable in. And then for all the higher stuff, have the auto tune on that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how T-Pain would do it. Right. Um, oh yeah, actually, that would
2: work really well. Yeah,
1: I, I feel like that would work well. I'm not saying he should be like T Pain, but just the way that he goes about it with the artistry and everything, I really enjoy it. I other uh, songs on this album, I really liked Failure as well. I liked just the you know the whole like aspect of like you know you're trying your hardest so to make something you really like, but people just don't like it. I you know as people who make things on the internet ourselves. Yeah. You know, sometimes people just tell us, like, yeah, our podcast isn't the best. And, like, you know what? You have to keep well, going. Well, fuck you. No. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no you, you, know, you just got to keep going with it. Absolutely. And just keep moving. And I love it. I And also, like, uh, I've officially lost Vision. Uh, I thought that was also another banger <laughs> yeah. track as well. Uh, the Alchemist, I felt, was a really good one as well with... Just, like, the really, like, awesome just, like, singing that he does there. And, like, these, there was kind of, like, this high, like, chirping moment that he had. I, I hope it was him because, like, it was a really high note falsetto-wise. I think it was, like, it was, like, almost, like, a high C. It was, like, it was pretty fucking high. And I was, like, listening, I'm, like, oh, shit, well oh God, he's, okay. Going off. <laughs> yeah, like, even if he's it was taking the walk to Boland. He took yeah. the walk to Poland and, and you came st- back. You still have to like do those notes in order for Autotune to correct it. Mm-hmm. So like he definitely hit a high high ass note for him to produce it. Um so I was very, very surprised with it. Very much just happy with the new direction and honestly I would like to see him expand on this more. And hell, I'm gonna keep looking at it back and like you guys said, it might be another Igor moment Could where we? it becomes the best
2: like album of 2019 yeah. yet again for me. Because like you I know? with Igor especially, I didn't like it. And, on and first, first, first listen, I didn't either. First listen, I couldn't fucking stand. I'm like, this makes no fucking sense. And I was like, damn. I it now. And then you're like, let him cook. Let, let him cook. cook. <laughs> Literally <laughs> became yeah. like my second favorite album of all time. Yeah. literally you yeah know? but no this one is definitely a high re-lessons for me for sure. Yeah. What was your final oh, rate? Oh, uh, 7.5 out of 10. 7.5? 5, 5.
0: Hell yeah. Well, there you have it. That's been the week. Before we go, though, get those album recommendations back at you. Uh, I'm going to throw one out here, because I don't think I did this one, uh, since I did it recently Listen to it. Uh, Bjork's Utopia. Uh, so what makes this Bjork project uh, way more special than I think like it would have even intended to be is that Arca is is involved with a lot of these songs if not all these songs um who is like if you never heard of arca then you're missing out on some wild like pop music because like she is she's like building up to be like this next whole like hyper pop kind of queen kind of thing you know she's got amazing like this amazing kick series it's like kick eye and there's like kick eye eye kick three kick four you know uh it's great and to have these two together on one album is like oh yeah like, this is definitely like meant to be kind of thing. Uh, you know, songs like The Gate, Blissing Me, uh, Body Memory, and Courtship, just to name a few. It's, it's a great listen. Better as a whole, one of those types of albums. And, uh, it's Bjork, so, like, and most of her discography is pretty goddamn good, so it's like, hey, if it's this late in her career, because she's definitely not as good as she was when she started out, in my opinion, she definitely has the better albums, like, you know, with debut, post, homogenic, and vespertine being, like, the back-to-back four-album-run series that's, like, almost untouchable, to have this late in your career have a banger album like this too. It's it's pretty damn fucking cool. So Utopia Bab York, check it out. Uh Trent, what do you got for us today?
2: Uh I have a new band that I found. Actually this was on Loudwire's list for uh top albums coming out this year or like announcing new albums that are oh, coming okay. out. Uh this is by the band uh I hope I'm saying this right. Uh Nae obl- obliviscaris, Okay. Um, it's European, I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> uh, I believe they're Australian, actually. Oh, okay. There you um, go. Not, Amer- not American. Not American. Yeah. Um, but they had a, a single come out called a uh, Grawl and it's almost nine minutes. It's just banging. Uh, I think Google describes them as technical and, and progressive death metal. Um, I can kind of see it, especially the death metal aspects. The The vocals are definitely really, really good. Um, the album cover for, I think the album is called Enul, uh, or Exul is what it's called. Uh, that shit looks like straight out of a Soulsborne game. Uh, like, look at that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. That's just dope. Um, but no, the the single, Grawl, is fucking banging. Uh, I listened to the all nine minutes of it, and I was like, that's it? Like, I want fucking more of this shit. So, this is an album I'm really looking forward to this year. Uh, if you if you like that progressive, technical death metal stuff, definitely check this out. Look out for it this year. Don't know when it's coming out. Hopefully fucking soon, though. We'll cover it. We'll cover so, it. So, yeah. Keep it an eye out. Banging. Hell yeah.
1: Sebastian. Speaking of tech death, I got Vampire Moose. Hey. Hey. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm currently uh, in a project with um, Trent's cousin. And, um, he got me into this band called Vampire Moose. And I'm like, what the hell is a vamp? Okay, I'm down. And, uh, this thing <laughs> straight up, like, post-hardcore type lyric, or, uh, like, song titles. With Spider-Man versus Venom. Um, oh shit. God. Okay. Uh, and then you have, like, I have Every Norm, and then S-Mart, and then Colonize, and stuff like that. Like, I, I think it's pretty good, um...
2: adamantium
1: elbow (laughs) yeah it's like it's not mixed good at or mixed well at all my bad there uh not mixed well at all i think it's just fun just to hear it uh the drums and like the drum and bass playing on this is oh my god insane vocals not my favorite but i still very much enjoyed it nonetheless so yeah if you guys want to check out some tech death if you've never really checked out that kind of thing before uh vampire moose might be your thing
0: Hell yeah. There you have it. Trent Sebastian, as always, thank you for joining. Yee And we're finished. This has been Music Corner State of State Awaits, and we are signing off.